Hey everybody on Anchor, hope you're doing well. Uh, welcome to what I now call the Potified Random Cast of Awesomeness. That's my new podcast name here on Anchor and I'd like to welcome you to it. I really love the Potified Random Cast of Awesomeness. Awesomeness, awesomeness, awesomeness. That is exactly what we are. Okay, well, hello everybody and hope you guys are doing well. Um, you know, I, I would love to bring a suggestion, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong for those who listen, um, will Anchor or does Anchor support stereo? Um, last I heard, it doesn't support stereo. Uh, if you upload clips, they're automatically converted to mono. Last time, I think it was about, oh, psh. Um, about two months ago that I uploaded a clip and it was all in mono. Um, I uploaded a poem I read. Um, I'm afraid to upload stereo stuff because I've seen people do it with their Olympus recorders. They'll record something and then they'll upload it to Anchor and it's like in complete mono. Um, will Anchor ever support uploading stereo files or, I mean, well, you can upload the file. It just, it's converted to mono. It, um, is there an option uh, at all, or will there be an option at all added to the um, system when we upload our files in the future? reason I'm asking is um, I'm planning on migrating a podcast for a different uh, club that I'm a part of over here because I'm having some issues with my website, and uh, I need to fix that. Um, but I... And plus, it's, you know, I figure, you know, with Anchor, it's going to reach uh, a wider uh, community. So I hear that my podcast, aside from being on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, um, Pocket Cast, I've never heard of Pocket, Pocket Cast. I've never heard of that one either, but it's on there and it's on Google Play, iTunes, um, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, <clears throat> and I think one other. And this morning, my podcast was submitted to Radio Public. Now, what is Radio Public? I've never heard of it. So, but the cool thing is, is that it's up there. It's really awesome that that this app is out there, and we can record and share our thoughts with the world, and it is converted into a podcast so that people can hear and listen to my awesome voice. Yes. Um, but, uh, I, I'm really kind of like thrilled that it's reaching more people and, you know, my website is great. Um, but I want it to reach more than just the people it's intended to reach. I want it to reach more, more people because you never know, you know, sometimes you re you listen to a podcast that may not have been for your intended audience and you end up liking it anyway. I love it. I love it when you like, don't fit the profile of a typical podcast listener for a, a, a subject. Um, I have a friend who is um, a total girly girl. Um, she loves to dress up. She does the whole makeup thing. She watches YouTube videos on, you know, how to make homemade makeup or homemade uh, lip glosses and soaps and she actually has made a few lotions, and so she's total, total girly girl. One day I came into her room, and I found out that she was listening to a podcast 
on car repair or mechanics. And I'm like, wow, that, you know, you're like totally, you don't fit the profile. You're like, don't want to get yourself dirty, all girly girl with the scented lotions and the perfumes and all of that stuff. And I said, when did this happen? And she goes, well, my dad used to be a mechanic. So I thought I would listen in and maybe offer him some, you know, suggestions on what these mechanics say. Of course, his dad wanted nothing of it. He didn't agree with anything they said, you know, typical mechanics. <laughs> but but I, I thought it was really interesting that she totally did not fit the profile, but she was very interested So you just never know, you know, somebody is going to listen to a podcast. Obviously, we all have our own interests and stuff. And and I love it. I love it when people step out of those um, boundaries. And we have to wonder, you know, if, if the boundaries are put there by ourselves or if the boundaries have always been there. And I feel like they're always going to be there as long as we keep them there. And what I mean by boundaries, I don't, you know, I, it, it is meant to be a negative word. I don't like it when people are putting us in a category that, um, that, um, you know, we obviously clearly do not fit in. Um, maybe on the outside, it might appear that we might think this way or live this way or, you know, if a person is acting a certain way, you might you might consider them to be a part of a different religion, a certain religion, when in fact, maybe they're not religious at all, or, you know, they believe in a totally different faith, faith-based system. Um, I don't, I love it when people step beyond that, you know, because, you know, I had always seen her so, you know, into the whole you know, makeups and, you know, makeup tips and homemade soaps and homemade lotions. And, you know, she always said she wanted to work at Lush. Um, so she was like all into that stuff. And for her to be listening on a podcast on mechanics, I thought that was really cool. Um, you know, it may not be anything I'm interested in. I have my own interests and I think it's just beautiful when, you know, we demonstrate to the world that boundaries, um, unless they're for disciplinary reasons where, you know, you need to discipline yourself to work within a certain boundary, but boundaries placed on the behavior and the lifestyles of humankind are unnecessary. It's, it's really interesting when we step out and we, um, go beyond the boxes that people have placed us in. I don't want to be in a box. And I, you know, I don't want, I I don't want there to be a box to begin with, you know. Um, There was a poem I actually read, uh, I wrote, I wrote it for a creative writing class. And it was, um, I I didn't know what to do because we were required to write a concrete poem where you like kind of put together a shape with the words. And of course, I have no idea what print letters look like. I have no idea what the shapes are supposed to look as. So I was confused. I was like, I, you know, what do I do? So I wrote 
a poem about a shape. And I figured, well, you know, the teacher understands that I can't actually put one together. So I'm going to write a poem about a shape. And I wrote about a box. You know, you've got the good things about the box. You keep your treasured memories. You keep your, you know, precious jewels and, you know, your your wonderful treasures in a box. But the box is also confining to us. And, you know, one of the lines that, um, or one of, a couple of lines that get me is um, where I wrote, think outside the box, they say, but do not throw your box away. Um, to me, it's like the world, you know, puts on this, oh, well, think outside the box, try new stuff. Oh, well, we're not going to get rid of the box. You know, why not? You know, we have to keep everybody in categories. We have to keep everybody in systems. We have to keep everybody in a certain organized fashion. I get that people like to be organized. And there are some people that, you know, organization is their um, lifestyle, their life's blood. But it's not fair. I've never believed in keeping or giving somebody um, a certain category to fit in. I believe the only category that we should ever fit in is the category that goes by our name. You know, we need to be ourselves. And if we're not going to learn to be ourselves and accept life the way things go and know that, you know, we, you know, people may have their preconceived notions about us, but we don't have to become those preconceived notions. And I believe that's pretty important. Um, it's not for people to talk about, um, well, people say that I have to do this, so maybe I should, you know, um, make your own expectations, your own goals, your own standards, your own dreams. Um, and I've had to learn that very, very painfully because there are people that are, so excited about me, quote unquote, going to the university um, because, you know, I'm the only um, child in my immediate family that's going. And so there's, you know, even though it's not really spoken, there's a lot of implied pressure that I sometimes feel. And I have to keep reminding myself. um, And, you know, it hurts. You know, you feel it. You feel the pressure. But you have to keep reminding yourself that, you know, it's the only, you know, you shouldn't have any pressure from anyone. And um, it's when you already have the pressure of um, nearing the end of the semester, um, dealing with family issues and trying to fix everything in a timely manner, you know, you can't set any kind of, you know, pressure on yourself that people are needlessly putting on you. And even if they're not like saying the words verbally, you know, you can feel it. And it's hard. It it hurts because these are the people that are, you know, they're not by your side in the morning. They're not there to, you know, for you to lean on when you feel like you're going to fall. They're not there to help you, but they have this pressure on you and they think that you're going to succeed. And <clears throat> I speak, I'm sure for a lot of people, um, maybe not everybody, but we have to remind ourselves not to put ourselves under um, all that needless pressure. And we need to be aware that it is us that is going to define, um, you know, what, what we do and how things come out in the end. And 
I, you know, it's, it's hard for me. Sometimes I struggle with that and I need to remind myself that and it's hard, but there is no, um, way to really please everybody. And I think when we put ourselves in the box, because that was what we've been predestined to do and we're just accepting it, we're pleasing everyone except for ourselves. And, um, I don't know. I don't like boxes. <laughs> boxes are, are not a good thing for me. They're a very negative, you know, what goes in here, what goes in there, you know. You have to keep track of all your stuff as you move. Oh, we got to label our boxes. We got to do this to our boxes. How many boxes are we going to accumulate? You know, boxes to me are a very negative thing. Um, so... You know, I mean, there are some cute boxes out there, like little jewelry boxes and heart-shaped boxes. And, you know, I mean, so they're not necessarily a bad thing. I just view the the whole idea of a box to be a negative thing. I feel that boxes, even though they have lids, they don't have doors. And you can't open a lid of a box from the inside. You need to have a door, not a lid. No one should ever put a lid on your limits or anything like that. And, you know, it, that's the main thing. So I've rambled on for far too long, and I've got to get going pretty soon. So I'm going to end this and say goodbye to you awesome people on my potified random cast of awesomeness. So um, hope you guys... Have a good day, and uh, um, I hope we can talk soon, and yeah. So, oh, really quick, one more thing before I go. I'm super stoked. Um, Wow, did I just say I'm super stoked? Wow. (laughs) I haven't heard that expression since the 90s. Okay, I'm like totally nostalgic here. I've been like that all morning. sharing memories of childhood and adventures and camping and realizing that I haven't been to the beach since the year we were married. Um, we went to the lake, uh, the year after, but we weren't, you know, we didn't go to the actual beach. So, and there's, there's a vast difference between a lake and a beach, even though lakes are beautiful. I love lakes. Oh my gosh. Very serene and just, beautiful. Um, so I'm really excited because I'm going to be signing up for an online course pretty soon and it's going to be 30 days to better journal writing. And I'm like really, really excited for it. Um, I realize I've, I've had, I had a big eye opener, uh, somebody in the creative writing group that I was talking with the other day, you know, I've already had a long day. I really don't want to talk about what my career goals are and what my this and that is. And so I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to school. You know, it's it's I'm kind of in one of those moods, especially when I've gone to PE. So working out puts me, especially when I hadn't eaten all day, it kind of puts me in a bitchy mood. So, um, so I'm talking with her and telling her where I'm going to school. She goes, well, what do you plan to do with your degree? And I'm like, well, I, I, I'm throwing around some ideas, but, you know, I don't have completely definitive yet. I'm like, I'm kind of not thinking straight that day because I haven't had anything to eat. I'm exhausted. And, um, and here we are about to go out to work out again pretty soon. So I'm, 
Yeah, fuff. I'm I'm not too happy about that. So, of course, the lady comes at me. She goes, what are you going to do with your degree? And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, here it is, this very powerful person in front of me who's had her degrees, who had, who's had her experience, who's taught English. And I'm just like, Ooh, really, do you need to really intimidate me right now? You know, so I, I actually honestly felt very intimidated. And so I just said, well, I'm just throwing around ideas. Yeah, yeah. So I, I tried to push her, like mentally push her away because I wasn't ready for her. And, you know, so I, I and I honestly felt very, very intimidated. Normally, when I'm more put together, I'll answer, well, I want to be a writer and I want to be this, that and the other. And I, there's like a bunch of things I want to do with my degree. But, you know, I, there's there's just right now I'm still trying to get that degree. Um, and getting into the university is my next step. And it's like I can't seem to focus on anything else because my mind is just like focusing on the here and now. You know, I obviously you know, planned out my future. And I obviously, you know, have thought a great deal before I went and got this degree. But it's like right now, I'm just focused on now, now, now. And I hate it when people, especially on a day when you haven't eaten anything, you've been working out, you're mentally tired, and they come up to you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And it's like, oh, you know, and I said, oh, I have some ideas. Yeah, but what are you going to do? You know, and I'm like, oh my God, really, lady? You know, and of course, I'm just, I'm really... You know, I mean, of course, didn't say it that, you know, hurriedly and like, what are you going to do? But it, it really came across that way to me. And I was just like, well, I, I have some ideas. And I'm just like, I'm focusing on getting on my Mac and putting putting up a Microsoft Word document so we could start writing. And so I, I changed the subject. And so I said to her, I said, you know, I said, one of my biggest problems is that a, I'm boxed in at home. I, I'm really cramped. I don't really have a space. So I haven't been writing very well either. Two, I, I don't get out much. You know, so my basically my life is a simple, monotonous, plain old, boring routine. So, so I said, I'm searching online for some thought-provoking journal prompts. And I found a few, and they're like, well, who are you? Who do you want to be? It's like, oh, great, those? You know, I mean, I, I want something like, if you were given the opportunity to lead uh, an experiment, what kind of experiment would you do, and what kind of, you know, something to think about, but something that kind of takes you out of that whole mindset of, I mean, every day I'm always questioning, who the hell am I? And so I... You know, so I was telling her, you know, I'm th- I, I, you know, need to get some more thought-provoking journal prompts, but not, oh, I need something that's totally inspirational, and who are you, and write down a list of people you spend, you know, who do you spend your time with, you know, your time, you become the people you spend most of your time with, and if you spend time with cranky people all the time, you become cranky, and la la la, and, you know, so write down who you spend your time with, write down all of your things that you, you know, think you could do better and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, that's just wishful thinking. But I want to, I want to like, talk about something that's more intellectual, not totally geared to me. But it's something that if I was in a specific situation, here's my scenario. Um, You know, this is what how I would deal with it and blah, blah, blah. 
so when I was telling her that, I was like, I'm searching for these really cool journal prompts, and I haven't been able to find anything that's really interesting. She's like, well, why don't you write about what's going on in your life right now? And I said, really? Because nothing goes on in my life. And she's like, well, you go to school, you, you know, you do all kinds of things, you meet people. And I say, all I do is go to school, do homework, make dinner, go to bed. That's all my life is. I mean, yeah, sure, I'll meet the occasional friend or I'll go to the mall or I'll, oh, I went to Target today. Whoa. You know, you know, it's, it's like, why do you want to write about something that's so monotonous and dull and dial tone-ish and, and boring? And she's like, well, how could there be nothing going on in your life? And I'm like, well, because there's nothing going on in my life. Um, um, so I don't know why my phone, my watch is doing that. So, so then I just said, no, you know, there's, there's really nothing going on. So, but then it hit me as I was leaving the writing group, there is nothing going on because I, I'm not very good at writing in my journal every day. I'm not, I've not set aside that time every day to, you know, start new writing habits. And I, I try to, but then I might be preoccupied with cooking dinner when the alarm goes off or doing homework when the alarm goes off, or I might even be reading or asleep or doing something when the alarm goes off. And what happens? You know, what do I do? Oh no, you know, I can't. It's, it's hard. It's hard because I have my mind elsewhere. I can't seem to find the motivation to write again because what's going on in my life? And I really thought about it and I thought, you know, I need to, I need to find myself in a better position. I need to A, get away. I really could use a vacation and I haven't been to the beach in 12 years. Uh, Last time I was at the beach was on our honeymoon. We went to the Playa Grande. It was a resort in Cabo San Lucas in Mexico. And that was the last time we were ever at the beach. Never went to the beach after that. And here we are. July 1st is our 12th wedding anniversary. And we, and I really, really, really want to go. I want to go to the beach. And I want to at least go before our 12th anniversary. And it's something I've just got to do. It's just, I have nothing my mind is like completely set on it, you know, and plus I was born in Long Beach. I, growing up, I used to go to camp. Camp Bloomfield was one of my favorites. That's of course in Malibu near the beach. They would take us to the beach. I mean, I'm a water girl. I love being at the beach. And when I gave up my previous life because I wanted to be with my husband, I surrendered my fate to the horrible wastelands of the forsaken desert and I've never seen the beach since. And I, it's, it's very depressing out here. It's a, it's, a, it's a barren wasteland. And, you know, just knowing that I'm stuck here. You know, when you're stuck here physically, you tend to be stuck mentally. And I emailed this. I found this website. And this woman had some really interesting blog posts. And she teaches online courses. So I emailed her and she responded back to me and she's like, you know, you're facing a lot of challenges and the fact that you're willing to even try, you at least have that 
you have that going for you. And um, um, so I know that I can't think of anything to write. I can't. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I like talking to closed doors. They never open up. Um, anyway, so um, <laughs> it's just when you're stuck physically, you're stuck mentally. And, you know, I want to kind of get into a better mindset because I realize that even my writings at school, like last semester, I turned in my papers, but they weren't great. They weren't, you know, eh, you know, they weren't great. And I used to, you know, I took intro and advanced creative writing and everyone's like, oh my God, your stories are good. You know, I of course had room, you know, things I needed to improve on them, but I was actually writing good stuff. Then, you know, along came the whole another semester of college, another day, just another day, just another day, just another day. And eventually after a year and a half of just another day, I've been worn down to practically nothing. And it's affected me mentally, physically, spiritually, every, every gambit, um, I'm affected. Um, and, um, so I've, I've decided that I need to change my habits and I need to, I I want some, I want things that are more stimulating, more intellectual to write about. And so obviously the lady, offered for me to take her courses and you know I could offer feedback on accessibility of the courses so um and they're primarily text-based courses you know with some inserted videos and things of that nature so hoping that the platform is going to work um and I'm definitely planning on taking her course um I was thinking of waiting until I got out of school and I thought I'll focus on but I know once summer hits, I'm not going to, I'm going to be like, oh, yay, vacation, you know. <laughs> so I, I almost don't want to, you know, because I, I was thinking, well, I've got homework. I've got other things I need to focus on right now. But that's my problem is my writing, even in schoolwork, isn't great. And it's because I've just been worn down to nothing and I need to build myself up. And if I wait... I'm not going to finish off the mes- the semester strongly. Um, so I just feel that as soon as possible, I need to dive into it. And I'm hoping to do that this weekend. And I'm hoping to at least get it going. And um, hopefully building up that strong habit of at least writing in my journal every day for an hour. And maybe that writing might inspire me to do better writings for school. Because I've I've looked back on my writings in the past year, and they're not great. They're not great. Um, my first two Barkerville stories were awesome. But I'm stuck with my third story, Museum Mayhem. I have no idea how to go. I, don't, I have no idea where to go next. And I haven't picked up Museum Mayhem in almost a year. And it's sad because... My goal was to get this book published this summer before I started classes in the university. And I'm nowhere near finished. And I think that's one of my biggest problems is the monotony of my life and the crowding in and no space and just feeling so boxed in and feeling so emotionally overwhelmed. 
has worn me down to the point where I really can't think of anything to write. Even if it's a really awesome paper and I have a really awesome idea about a literary f- character or a figure or something, you know, I might have these really great ideas, but I can't seem to formulate brilliant words. And I'm just stuck because I'm stuck physically. So I, I've thought about it. And of course I thought, well, I'll take the course when summer comes around, but no, because that's the time when we have nothing to do. And I'll be like, you know, I'm going to get used to not doing nothing. So I'm like, uh-uh, I've got like a little over a month to go of this semester. And I'm going to use this course to really push me to not only write better journal entries. Um, so I'm going to start a separate journal entry, a, a separate journal. Because um, I have my personal, my thoughts journal. But I also have, I, I also thought, you know, day one is a lifesaver because, um, I have a premium subscription to day one and you are allowed, um, multiple journals. You are allowed book printing. Um, so I was thinking, okay, well, you know, I can do that. I don't know how she wants me to submit my writings because I think you have to submit your journal entries, um, to, I guess, as proof that you've actually done it. And, um, and this woman's, uh, you know, a writing coach. And if I find her courses and everything to be extremely helpful. I don't know. I might ask her to help me out even further. Um, finances is a, a slight obstacle to that, but I, you know, I'm her, uh, her rates are pretty reasonable. I just have to, you know, find out and she's willing to work with me as far as accessibility and testing the, the, the stability of the platform and, if it'll work because I use a Mac and a lot of people cater to mostly Windows, 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 but Macs and tablets and smart devices are are so much more prevalent today. So it's like it's really good when they make their websites mobile friendly. Um, I love to use mobile friendly sites, um, even on a Mac, because there's not as much clutter and it's it allows you to navigate with your screen better screen reader a lot better. And um news and activity yes um so yeah guys um i am going to head on out i'm going to ski daddle <sighs> and get myself some stiff going on um i've talked for far too long i think so hope you guys all have a great day and um i will talk to you very soon And, uh, yeah. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.